you're listening to the Martial Arts Business Podcast with your host, Small Dojo Big Profits author, Mike Massey. Remember to go to martialartsbusinessdaily.com slash podcasts for show notes, transcripts, links to martial arts business resources, and more. Now here's your host, Mike Massey. Hey folks, it's Mike Massey, and I'm back with another edition of the Martial Arts Business Podcast. This week's uh, podcast um, episode is going to be really short. I had a uh, an interview scheduled for today, uh, but unfortunately it didn't work out. So um, I'm just going to record a short Thanksgiving message. Not like I want to be working on Thanksgiving anyway. And that is basically the crux of the message for today. So when I started my first martial arts studio, my first successful studio, I should say, because those of you all who've read my book um, know that I failed what, three times before I opened that first successful studio. So I wasn't out of the gate. I wasn't wasn't exactly the best uh, the best martial arts uh, school manager in the world, but eventually, you know, I uh, I figured things out, got some mentorship and so forth, and and uh, got things figured out. So um, after I opened that school, you have to understand where I came from. Um, I had been kicked out of my house shortly after I turned seventeen. Didn't finish high school. Ended up um, getting a GED. You know, after I got kicked out of my house because I knew I needed, you know, something, some sort of high school equivalency. Um, if I had graduated high school because of the my ACT scores, my college entrance exam scores, I probably would have got a full ride scholarship to any state um, university in the state where I went to high school at. But unfortunately, they didn't give those scholarships to people who didn't graduate high school. If you had a GED, you didn't qualify for it, which is absolutely ass backwards. But, you know, who knows? So, you know, I was pretty much stuck working minimum wage jobs. I ended up entering the service got trained as a medic, um, got an EMT certification. When I got out of the service, I worked as an ER tech for a year. And uh, that was just, honestly, even though it was a skilled job, it was just barely an above wage, minimum wage job. So when I moved to Austin, I moved to Austin actually to complete nursing school. And I'd started teaching martial arts to pay my way through nursing school. I ended up you know, kind of like a fool, really dropping out of nursing school in my last semester because my martial arts studio took off. And I, you know, I realized pretty quickly I was making way more money than I was going to make as a nurse um, with an associate's degree. So I was obsessed with my business at that time, absolutely obsessed with my martial arts studio, absolutely obsessed with making it work. Um, I sacrificed so much to get that studio up and running. I didn't have uh, a social life for years. I gave up all drinking, you know, all socializing, all going out and partying, going out to dance clubs, um, dating, serious dating. I didn't do any serious dating for years, you know. Um, I, uh, you know, really honestly just focused on my studio and that was it. You know, it, it's kind of funny because in the early days of my studio, um, I didn't even watch television during the week because I spent all my time at the studio during the week and on the weekends, you know, I was honestly too tired to do anything, but you know, rest. And, you know, of course I was working out every day and so forth too, but you know, and then sometimes working on the weekends in order to make ends meet while I was first getting started. And, uh, there were entire years. I mean, I'll go and I'll watch episodes of shows that were, um, primetime shows <laughs> during that time. And honestly, um, you know, I have no recollection of these shows happening because I never watched them the first time around. So, um, you know, I, I missed out on a lot in order to make my business work in order to make a go of it in business. Um, you know, coming from nothing, having nobody giving me anything and, you know, having to start from scratch and, and build a business from the ground up, bootstrapping it. So because I was so obsessed with my business, I didn't take a single day off for the first three years I ran my business. And, uh, I happened to get the flu um, one winter, you know, during flu season. And I was just like 
I mean, I was beside myself because, you know, I was too sick to, you know, I was, you know, puking and, you know, all the good stuff that goes along with having a horrible flu. And, you know, I was bedridden for a few days and, you know, sent an email to all my clients telling them, hey, look, you know, I'm sick. I don't have anybody to cover classes for me because I hadn't yet gotten to the point to where, you know, I'd really trained people who could, you know, cover classes for me, or at least I didn't think I had, you know, although probably I had some people that could have done it at that time, but I was still in my stage where I was trying to do everything myself. Um, and uh, I remember coming back to the studio and apologizing to some of the parents and, uh, you know, those were kids that were in my black belt club and apologizing for missing, you know, class and not being able to, you know, teach class and, and uh, be there for them when they pay their tuition. And this one mom, and she was a, a veterinarian, you know, so she ran her own business and she just kind of looked at me and she said, Mr. Massey, you know, quit apologizing. And, you know, you haven't taken a day off. We've been here for three years. You haven't taken a day off since, since, you know, we started here. And it hadn't occurred to me at that point that it had been that long since I'd taken a day off besides, you know, typical weekends and stuff like that. Um, and it hadn't occurred to me that I was entitled to take six time off and to take time off and to take holidays off and do things like that. And that kind of marked a, a point in my business where I made a shift in how I thought about my business and to where I started looking at my business more as something that was there to support me that I wasn't there to support it. And I think that kind of sparked my eventual move toward looking at martial arts studios and, and dojos, especially small dojos and developing the small digit profit system as kind of a, a lifestyle engineering system for martial arts instructors and school owners in which you determine what you want your school to do for you as far as, you know, what type of lifestyle you want the school to support both financially and time-wise and, and otherwise. And then you design your school, you engineer your school to support that lifestyle uh, that you want. And so, you know, definitely that was a turning point for me. And it was something that taught me a very valuable lesson. And from that point on, I started scheduling in days off um, for my studio. I started taking more time off. Um, eventually, I got away from coaching because coaching, you know, I spent for like six years in a row, I spent every vacation coaching kids at amateur athletic union, you know, tournaments and stuff, you know, going to nationals and uh, finally realized that I wasn't getting paid any extra for that, that I, you know, it was a thankless job and people didn't appreciate it and I quit doing it. So I guess the overall message that I'm telling you on this Thanksgiving weekend is, is that you need to make sure you're taking time for yourself. You don't want to work yourself sick. And I believe that's what I did. You know, I think that the amount of work that I was doing um, during the pandemic, you know, I was still doing consulting work, trying to, you know, manage my consulting business because, you know, uh, clients were dropping off like flies because you guys out there who were running martial arts schools at that time, you were struggling. And uh, I understood that. And so I started teaching martial arts. Um, that's when I developed the micro dojo approach and that worked very well for me. That carried me through the pandemic. But essentially what I was doing was I was writing full time. I was doing consulting part time and I was teaching martial arts full time during the pandemic. And uh, I was in my house hundred percent of the time, like most of you were, but I just couldn't get away from work. So for a period of a couple of years straight, you know, all I did was I worked three jobs and, and I worked, you know, 24, seven, 365 practically, you know, I think I maybe would get one day off, but it, it never really works out that way because, you know, I'd be off on a Sunday and I'd still be doing work, you know, doing advertising, consulting, you know, media work, whatever. So I believe that contributed to my illness. Now, there are many different theories about why people get cancer, and I'm not going to go into those. You know, I do have a background in healthcare, but I'm not a physician, and, you know, I'm, I'm neither a physician or a healthcare researcher for that matter. Um, but 
you know, stress is one of the contributing factors that is widely accepted to um, contribute to the development of cancer simply because stress runs down your immune system. And when your immune system runs down, everybody has cancer cells in their body. And those cancer cells uh, can have an opportunity to proliferate. At least this is the theory that some people hold to. And that is um, one theory why people will develop cancers. So I do think that overworking and being stressed um, probably contributed to my illness. And, you know, I it's a lesson I've learned many years ago that I, I you know, I should have never forgotten. Um, so I'm going to encourage you this weekend, you know, as you're moving forward in your business, no matter what stage you're at in your business, whether you're just getting started, whether you are, uh, you know, in, like in the planning stages, whether you've got your school launched, you're in that critical first year, or second year in business, or whether you're more established and you're looking to make your school grow or possibly you've run a larger school and you're looking to dial it back. You're looking to take back some of your time and, uh, and time freedom for yourself by downsizing to a smaller school, to a small to big profits type school. I want to encourage you to engineer time into your schedule for yourself time off, you know, engineer at least one afternoon every week during the work week that you can spend on yourself. That's just me time for you and make sure that you're scheduling your weekends off, you know, um, make sure you're not working, you know, six, seven days a week because you can only sustain that for so long. And if you're, if you're like I was, and you're not very good at duplicating yourself initially, um, eventually it's going to take a toll on you and that wear and tear is going to show. And, uh, you're going to wake up one day and realize that you're running a school, the type of school that you never wanted to run and you are living the type of life you never wanted to live. So this Thanksgiving weekend, yes, and we should all be thankful for all the blessings we have that our business, our martial arts studios, our dojos have brought us. But also, we also need to make sure that we keep things in perspective and, and realize that the money you make, you can't take it with you. And the time you miss, you know, uh, miss out on doing things that you would rather be doing, whether that's spending time with loved ones, whether it's traveling, um, whether it's uh, taking training opportunities that you might have missed because you're running your studio or, or what have you, you'll never get that time back. Okay. That uh, time is, uh, you know, it is a, a, an asset, a resource that once it's lost, it's gone. So take time for yourself. Okay. That's my Thanksgiving message to you. I'm going to let you go at that. And uh, I will see you in next week's podcast episode. You've been listening to the Martial Arts Business Podcast with Mike Massey. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. And if you've enjoyed this show, leave us a positive review while you're there. Thanks for your support. And tune in again next time for more great martial arts business tips and advice from martialartsbusinessdaily.com. Martial